0: Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. My name is Sarah Deacon. I am a mom, an artist, black belt martial arts instructor, a life balance coach, and a general inspirer of others. In this podcast, we explore different topics related to physical and mental health, habits for success, creativity, leadership, intentional mindset shifts, and so much more. You're here because you're ready to tap into more of your potential and make an impact in your life. So let's get moving. Hello and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts podcast. I'm Sarah Deacon. I'm your host. I'm really, really pleased to be with you today. I have been going through some of my blog posts and older writings from the last few months checking in on what i have recorded to the podcast and what i have not yet and this one is a good one i, I wrote it in december so it is a little bit inspired by the whole gift giving scene of the holidays however as we are entering into a new year and january 2022 is the date of this recording um, we're setting intentions, we're setting ourselves up to be better, stronger, faster, smarter than we were last year in 2021. And in the recent months, I have been working on opening myself up to becoming a better receiver. Now, I am always all about the giving. And as a parent, that is something that is very 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 strong impulse in me (laughs) um so as i'm thinking about my both my giving and my receiving i'm looking into my purpose my values and really trying to honor where my giving will be most impactful and also what it looks like to actually receive well because I know that I actually exist in this community of givers where, um, as I interact with people and engage with other um, groups and individuals um, in my network, I am just noticing these huge, huge generous hearts around me. So I'm in good company because they're aligned with me. Like we all just want to give. We want to give value. We want to give our services. We want to give our heart. We want to give our love. And that's that's purpose. So are you living in your purpose? That's just something I want to throw out there right now. And especially as we look at New Year's resolutions that may or may not have already fallen off course. Um, it's not too late to get them back on track, right? And any time we want is the right time. It is thinking about our purpose. Do you know your purpose? And if you do, are you living in alignment with that purpose? Now, I've been on group calls that actually have discussed this topic, looking at purpose and how to live our purpose, how to be in alignment. I was taking some notes on these calls and I noticed, and this is where this came from, this awareness of the generosity around me in a group of leaders and business owners, there was a common theme in all our purposes. It was to help people. Yeah, and that's vague, but under everyone's sort of specific uh, calling, there was this, this, this desire to give. Yes, there are as many ways to help others as there are people in the world, but I just, I was really thrilled when I started to wake up to this because I just thought it was such a beautiful thing that so many of us are here for a purpose outside of our own um, gains, our own needs, our own wants. We're not necessarily here for money. Or fame or glory or power but to give of ourselves our time our talents and serve other people now do we still need the money and does the you know glory and fame or whatever else recognition help us reach more people and serve more people and give to more people of course um so but But that's not the main thing, right? The main thing is the main thing. The main thing is that we want to help, serve, love, and support, and give. And I'm just so excited by 2022 because the number of intentions and resolutions and um, self-honoring expressions of awareness of, of love have, have come out to just show that we're really all looking for this connection, um, this desire to serve and support each other and to really act in unity, to include each other, love each other. And this is, this is an expression that's echoing out into the world and it's, it's resonating and it's reverberating and it's being reinforced over and over again. It's like, you know, like a tiny snowball at the top of a mountain. Like we're rolling, we're building bigger and bigger and better and better things. And it, it's um, amazing because this is not just confi- confined to any one group or individual type of person. We're kind of all sharing this on some level maybe we're not ready to step out in a huge way just yet but you know on some level we're we're wanting to give um and even if that just starts with giving to ourselves right where where this intention this love this desire to serve where it all breaks down is really in the b- belief that that loving others can only look a certain way and that's where that division comes in and that that brokenness um that frustration and stress and anxiety um because loving others doesn't have to look any one way like i said there's as many different ways to help and serve someone as there are people in the world and that is billions billions of different ways if someone else is choosing to behave differently that doesn't mean it's not coming from love. And maybe it's not the the way that you or I might prefer to (laughs) receive that behavior or, or whatever the other person is giving. It just means that there is a miss, right? Just something isn't quite lining up. And maybe that's not our person to receive from or to give to. That's okay. Most people, I truly believe, want to be purposeful and creative and kind to their fellow humans. We just get caught up in the emotion and the drama. And We all have different experiences that teach us what love looks and feels like. Some of those experiences might not actually um, have gotten through in the the translation from the behaviors of the people around us who were supposed to love us and didn't or couldn't in a way that we could receive. The experiences are each unique. I really, really don't believe that anyone wakes up in the morning and feels called to a purpose of hurting someone, hating others, causing destruction, causing pain at least not any healthy person, right? We are called to a purpose that urges us to love and service. And the way we serve is different because we're different and we each have different values and different priorities, but love is what ties it all together. We're really more alike than different. I think many of us have been so caught up In our own desire to give others what we have, I know it's sometimes the knowledge, wisdom, our products, our services. Now, we've actually undervalued the importance of receiving. And that's what I'm sitting with. Um, You know, I was sitting with through the holiday season and I'm still sitting with today. In November, I experienced a powerful day of intention setting and energy work. It happened to be 11.11. 11, and if you're one of those people that's, um, you know, a little bit of more on the spiritual side into the energetic woo stuff, like I kind of am, that is apparently a powerful day for aligning your energy with intentions or, you know, whatever. I'm no guru, so look into it more deeply if you want or don't. Um, I really didn't. I just was told that this is a, you know, powerful time for, for setting intentions, the the 11, 11 the, the f- repeating digit, um, is something that is vibrationally or energetically important. Um, or we just kind of look for symbols wherever we happen to be and that's okay too. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that morning on eleven eleven, 11, I participated in a Uh, a new experience for me. It was a group Reiki session online, and I had never done that before. And I was curious to see what energy work would, would look like, um, over a distance over a screen in a virtual setting. And I had been working on setting some goals, um, developing my offers, marketing myself. And I wanted to make sure that my, my energy, my, my goals, my purpose was aligned with, with my values, with, you know, the intentions I had for connecting with people. Um, something was, you know, kind of pulling me, whether it's the Holy Spirit or, you know, universal energy, whatever you want to call it, um, was pulling me to shift more toward this um, rest and receiving state. So that then became my intention for this, um, virtual session. And then again, for the rest of the day on that, you know, power 11, day. Um, so later on that afternoon, I had another Reiki session and just oddly coincidentally I, enough. I, I had already scheduled this appointment and I attended the session and I experienced this, this Reiki and, I received resources, um, both in the, the energetic exchange and, um, like concrete practical things, a book and, and other, um, information to support my own healing journey that was, you know, just again, another little reinforcement that the energy and intention I was putting out into the world was, know was was being received was I was I was being acknowledged for where I was at with my with my energy and I know it's really hard to explain and (laughs) I'm sure there are science scientific uh, studies or experiences with this energy work um, because I know a lot of people who do it I've had you know very like logical professional people be involved with it so um, there is something to this, but it is really, really nebulous and hard to explain. Um, anyway, later that evening, I went to uh, another event. Um, I I was at a networking event and I entered a drawing and I was the winner and I received this, you know, this gift card. It's not a, not a huge thing. And I also um, happened to be communicating with some family members and I received from them a trip to Florida. Um, So that, that 11, 11 day, like I I may have gone into it with some level of sort of skepticism of this energetic, whatever you want to call it, juju or woo woo or whatever. (laughs) Um, I, I started off with a little bit of hesitation, skepticism that this was like a big deal. And in actually focusing on my own intention setting and my own, um, opening up uh, my ability to open up to receive, I then received. So that's just a, it's a really interesting, you know, cause uh, the whole day it was just like, just stuff was just coming in and coming at me. And it was almost unbelievable. Um, and what it told me was that God and the universe, his universe, God is ready to provide when I become ready to receive. And I know that I can tell myself and I can, you know, do this practice over and over again I, and I won't receive like I did that day. Um, I mean, maybe I will, but most, you know, most days are going to be full of distractant distractions, not so intentional, not so focused, not so um, energetically like emitting, right? So the other thing is, though, when I just sort of keep that intention, keep that um, that desire to be open in the back of my mind in my back pocket you know just sort of making sure that it is there even as I go about my day doing other things I've still found that focusing and setting that intention to receive doing meditations about openness about receptiveness um it has it has brought me to this level of trust in the universe and in myself that I will receive the wisdom, I will receive the direction, and I will receive the patience required to wait to receive some of the things that I might be really desirous of or actively pursuing, like goals or uh, financial income or whatever else might be on, on my radar. So that's one story, <laughs> one story. And and here's the thing, we, we all want to give, like I said, and we, I mean, we all want this. We all want to be on that receiving end too, even as we may reject or dismiss what is coming for us, the abundance that's really out there for us to step into at any time. Of course, we want to receive. Those, those of us who pray, we, eh, I, you know, I hate to admit it because I'm, you know, I'm really striving to be better about gratitude, but we all often get caught up in the petitions, right? Asking God for solutions to our problems, for the desires of our hearts. We tend to gloss over those gratitude expressions, the praise. And and here's the thing. Here's another thing. We we often talk ourselves out of appreciating the gifts that are given to us that are coming to us. We say, oh, you know, thanks and just sort of blow it off. We accept or or, you know, worse, we look to what we don't yet have um, and and become even more. Uh, disappointed that that that's not still you know that's still not happening for us. Maybe we feel guilty for all that we do have because there are so many other people out there who have less and, and we're all aware of that. and as Jesus said, the poor will always be with us. Um, and we may even convince ourselves that we're not actually here to receive anything at all, that, that our purpose is to only give and that can, that can deplete us, that can um, burn us out. And we can fall into this habit of, of feeling and believing ourselves completely unworthy and maybe pasting over it this label of uh, humility. Well, I'm just humble. I just, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to I don't want to brag. I don't want to be prideful or boastful. Um, but God wants to give abundantly to his children. And I have heard so many stories of even people who don't believe in God, but believe in some sort of life source, um, universal wisdom, universal energy, universal en- entity. Um, but God explicitly st- says he wants to. To give to us. I mean, we receive the greatest gift, to salvation through his son. And the Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find, knock, and the door will be opened. And that's um, that's in Matthew uh chapter seven, verse seven. If you don't believe in God, like I said, the universe is abundant too, and there's really more than enough to go around. It's all about flow. If we're constantly pouring out without allowing ourselves to be filled up, we become empty and giving becomes a burden at best and meaningless at at worst. And this is why I tend to really emphasize self-care, self-compassion, self-honoring behaviors and simplification. In my coaching practice, we work on prioritizing and we work on alignment with purpose. We each have our own purpose. And for many of us, it does involve some level of generosity or service. And when both giving and receiving come from that place of alignment, of purpose, the energy flows more smoothly. We get fewer blocks. We are more courageous, more confident, more clear about the direction we want to go. We receive in order to give, in order to receive and give again. It's really beautiful. And let's look at a a really small example here about a giving and receiving exchange, right? When you give someone a compliment, why do you do that? Are you searching for a compliment in return? Maybe. But I think most of us, when we want to compliment somebody, it's genuinely um, from a place of love in our heart, appreciation for that person or who they are or what they're doing They're just how they're being in the world, in our lives, in a whatever given situation, right? Now, when you give that compliment to someone else, do you expect or intend for them to argue with you about how wrong your observation about them is? Is that what you expect to receive back as an argument? Oh, wow, you look really great today. Oh, no, I don't that's an argument, right? Like that kind of response. If I tell you that that color looks really beautiful on you or wow, like, you know, whatever it is, you look really, you know, beautiful in the, in this light, or I really appreciate all that effort you're putting in. Um. (laughs) And I, if I say something, something nice, something genuinely, Um, coming out from my heart as an expression of love and appreciation for somebody. The last thing I want is an argument about it. I don't, my husband says, it tends to say, bah, when I compliment him on, on something, or especially how he looks, like, oh, bah, no. And that's, I mean, that's not really an argument, but it's like this brush off that, hey, do you not? Value my opinion enough to believe me when I say that these things in you are valuable. So look at it that way. You know, you hope, given a compliment, you hope it's going to make someone feel seen, heard, appreciated, valued, loved. You want them to smile. You want them to, like, walk a little lighter, you know, stand a little taller, Right you hope they'll take that compliment with them, absorb this, you know, this happy love energy, and then, you know, go out into the world and maybe pass it on, brighten someone else's day and keep it going. You know what you expect with a smile and a, you know, a compliment from the heart, you expect that recipient to smile back and take it in and say, wow, thank you. That's the intention of the compliment, right? is to make somebody happy. Even if it's just something small, even if it's just for a moment, I mean, you know, we can have huge compliments, like celebrations, awards, ceremonies, and things like that. That's all beautiful and fantastic too. But even in the, in the, in the small day-to-day interaction of, Hey, you look really nice today. Oh, well, Hey, thank you. You made my day. You know, we want to, we want to. We want our efforts to acknowledge somebody's positive characteristic. We want our efforts as the compliment giver to be received with a similar vibration of gratitude and and happiness and and everything like that, that and love that we give, right? So why is it that we do this thing When someone else gives us a compliment, like if someone compliments you, how do you receive it? I know that I have, I have done this in the past myself and I've met many, many people who have, as I've been talking about, like, don't smile. We don't say thank you. We just, we just like close in and be like, Ooh, they, they're looking at me and what they're noticing things about me and, and, and we sort of either brush it off. Oh, bah, okay. Says you, whatever. Um, we don't value that gift and we don't receive it as a gift, as a, as a genuine, you know, um, a genuine reach, a bid for connection, a bid for, um, you know, joy in the world. And I've I've blown off compliments. I've I've even argued in my own mind. And and here's the thing: is we do this sort of conflicting, um, conflicting behavior um, based around this belief, conflicting beliefs. I think I think there's two here. One is that other people's opinions matter, and the other is that other people's opinions don't matter. So and then there's there's more underneath there too the opinions we have of ourselves and and what weight we give those because somebody's giving you a compliment you say oh no that's no that's not true and you're arguing so you're not you're not valuing the other person's opinion of you or what they think about you when they compliment you. But you value their opinion when they're criticizing you or when they're, um, you know, talking about some way that you need to improve. So that's that's one of those conflicts, right? That other people's opinions matter, especially when they're negative. And other people's opinions don't matter whether they're negative or positive. So hold that, hold that we, you know, I, I've, I've been examining this belief, uh, these conflicting beliefs in myself. And, and maybe you have them too, where you'll take a, you'll take a criticism, but you won't receive a compliment. And that's, it's interesting because we remember the negative way more effectively than we remember the positive. And I'd like to challenge you to flip that script and try and remember all the awesome things that people have said about you in your life, because I'm I'm sure that there are many. You're listening to this podcast, so obviously you have great taste. Take that as a compliment, okay? And yeah, definitely start choosing to believe that the people that are giving you that positive feedback, that those compliments and those, those expressions of genuine love, care, connection, those are gifts. They want you to receive because they want to raise you up. They want to meet you in this own like higher vibration, higher energy of love. And also, start maybe speaking that way to yourself there's a real challenge because even if we outwardly receive a compliment, sometimes we can get into our own head and be like, Oh yeah, that was really nice of that person to say that about me. I don't don't think it's true. And they, I bet they don't really know about that other, that other aspect of me that didn't show up in that situation. And we start, we start talking ourselves down. We start, start talking ourselves down into this lower you know, darker place where like we're criticizing ourselves and and dismissing this this love that that has been given. So, level two challenge, shift that inner talk to be more complimentary, to be more giving. Like like you would talk to your best friend or that person that you really admire, that you really love. Look for those positive things in yourself. Who? That one's a little scary, but I promise that doing it will make a huge difference. When I started realizing that I needed to talk to myself the same way I would talk to my best friend or to my kids, it's a game changer. It's a world changer. It's a, it's a whole perspective shift. And as a result of that, that giving to myself and that receiving from myself, Again, I'm able to give more to others and I'm able to receive with gratitude and, and love that, that serves the giver and me as well. So when someone else is offering you this heartfelt gift, their time, talents, thoughtful gestures of genuine love like compliments, I'm telling you the best way To give back to that person is to receive what they've given with love and gratitude. Sometimes people won't be giving in the way that you would. So look for ways that others are making generous offers of their love. And be kind. Remember that the act of receiving can also be this wonderful, wonderful gift for someone else who's giving and take some time to rest there. I think it will lighten your load this year to, to be there, to remember, to receive. And I think it will improve and strengthen the effectiveness of your own generosity and the impact that you then get to have on someone else. So, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I, I so appreciate you listening in. I, If you like what I'm doing here, please share and subscribe. Visit my website at saradeacon.com, S A R A D E A C O N.com, and um, check out my martial arts and crafts.com for information about my creative. Um, play and this podcast. You can find me and my social handles in the show notes and I am just really grateful to to be doing this and to be giving of my time and my learning and my lessons to you who are listening. So until next time, be well, be kind, be generous, rest, be good to yourself and go out and make an impact.